Let's wrap it with today's farmer panel. Thank you, Birdie. Right, let's get Joe Wheeler's microphone on and remember to pull the fader down a wee bit. He hasn't got an inside voice. Uh, well, neither has at least one of our panellists, Big Stu Duncan. You're not known for being backwards and coming forwards. <coughs> Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Now, you, you sold... Last time we were chatting to you, you were just about to have your Angus bull sale. You had a really good sale. Sold the whole lot. What are you doing up in Canterbury? You're not buying bulls after selling a whole lot, are you? Yeah, yeah, we are. Actually, we bought a couple of bulls. We've been up to Marnia yesterday and Stern Angus... Um, uh, the day before, day before in Tamani and Stuart yesterday and having a look around Meadows Lee Angus today just to see what the flavour's like and what people are looking at and how it goes. So, yeah, we bought two. We bought one yesterday and the day before, so we've got a people are, bulls going home. People are really filling their boots when it comes to the the, the Angus bulls this season or when they're, they're a premier beef breed, obviously, but people are really going hoeing into them. Yeah, and it's been pretty positive sales yesterday and, and this week have been really, really strong. And people are getting rewarded. The meat companies, the two main ones, have been, especially in the South Island, they're paying a premium for fat and marbling and, and the Angus breed, or the 100% Angus. So um, that's tracked out into the bull sales and been pretty strong. I mean, the top price yesterday was 98000 and another one for 85 at Stern. So there's pretty strength in those markets. Stu Lowe, you're based in Canterbury. Have you been hanging around the bull sales with Stu Duncan? No, no, we've been um, into, into winter mode, no, shifting brakes most days and feeding out, so... I haven't gone too far, but you know the the uh, Angus breeds um, certainly pretty well sought after with the uh, the feedlot, and as, as you said, the um, meat companies paying paying a bit extra for the uh, Angus cure. And um, as a, as a former crusader, we know where your loyalty lies. Yeah, no, it um, should be a good old battle with um, nowhere near full strength, but um, um, you know it could go either way. It's, I think. You, I heard you say earlier that the, the TAB can't split them, so no, it'll be um, good old battle. Hopefully the, the weather doesn't play its part and it's, um, it clears and it can be um, a good track for, for some open rugby. Stu, you went to the uh, Crusader dinner a couple of uh, weeks ago and obviously they inducted a couple of Hall of Famers. You weren't surp- I was surprised you weren't on the list, mate, as the you know inaugural captain. I oh, know that was my cousin. Uh, <laughs> I, I did, I, they did mistake me, and I was going to sign a jersey, but no, no, they got Richard up to do that. But, oh, um, you, no, I'll tell you what. I'll tell one. you what. Lowe, I would have rather had, mate. Jeez. <laughs> oh, um, well, of course, Justin Marshall was inducted, wasn't he? Good Matara boy. Yeah, no, he um, he got to uh, get up on stage and tell a few yarns. We managed to get up and tell a few yarns about him. So no, that was. Uh, Pretty good, and um, you had Todd Blackadder and Wayne Smith as well. So, no, that's a start, and I presume some of the other franchises will do the same. And, and as time goes on, and well, Joey, you might get to be a Highlander one, I suppose. <laughs> well, look, I got invited to obviously with my three seasons and six games that I played over those three seasons for the Crusaders. It was a shame to miss it because it looked like a hell of an event. But Stewie Duncan, who are you? Who are you backing into this this weekend, mate? You know, you're no, a, you're I a good rugby head. Oh, I think Crusaders, the way they played last week, oh. those young guys stepped up to that role and, uh, you know, winning's a habit and I think they'll go pretty well. So I think it'll be quite, it'll be, it'll be quite an interesting game, but I'm, I'm more the Crusaders, I think, yep. You've got to hand it to Razor Robertson and, and Stu Duncan's picked up on this. Look, he's got eight All Blacks out, he's half his team's injured, he can still come up with a plan and a way to absolutely thrash the Blues, humiliate them. Oh, he was amazing, but, uh, amazing against the Blues, but it's... Um, Everyone can motivate those uh, new upstarts to get in some of those old heads to get going again and get them 
firing all cylinders, and I think he's done a great job of that. And um, well, well, hey, hey, guys, we were talking about some of the clashes. We've we're just going to finish off on a bit of footy here. Uh, my favourite clash is the number tens. I think Joey's might be the locks. Uh, Brody Retallick up against Sam Whitelock. Stu Lowe, are you, what are you? Are you are you a front row clash man? Will it be the hookers for you? Yeah, that should be a good old battle. But I, I, I think the the uh, winning or well, no, the possibly the difference could be the back three. And yeah, obviously the Crusaders have got three three All Blacks or yeah, one one to be an All Black, and the and the, and the Chiefs much the same. So I don't think there was much kicking as there was last week from the Chiefs because if you kick to those three, um, anything could, you know, well, especially two of them, anything could happen. So. Um, yeah, that'll be that'll be the difference for me. That the back three and how they return some of the kicks and. Okay, so Joey Duncan, just finally to wrap it. Who, what clash are you looking forward or most forward to? I think the mid the, the midfield. I think second five centre. There's um, some pretty handy players on both sides there. So if they can make space and get a gap going, I think the wings will finish off. But that's where I say it'll be a pretty big game in there. Right now, there's today's farmer panel: Stu Duncan, Stu Lowe.